Good afternoon, Garage Logic faithful. It's Reavers here back in the Garage Logic podcast studios, and uh, we are going to feature another best of Garage Logic here on this Friday. The mayor has duties that uh, that take him away from doing the show today, but he'll be back uh, Monday along with the rest of the crew, the Rook, Kenny, Johnny, and yours truly. So I hope you enjoy this selection of the best of Garage Logic. We're going to feature a few more uh, segments of some of the best of Saturday morning sports talk. I hope you enjoy the best of Garage Logic. Okay, I was just talking to George Shire a little bit, the uh, number one wrestling expert on uh, basically Minnesota wrestling, Vern wrestling, AWA wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, George, we're going to talk to him for a while Saturday about Mad Dog, but... Uh, I asked him, you know, Mad Dog Vashon died today in Omaha at age 84. And uh, I asked him when Mad Dog became a good guy. Mm -hmm. Because he was, when he first came here in the, what, late 60s, he was the most evil guy that ever lived. He He French-Canadian? Yes. And he was crazy. His brother was the butcher. Mm -hmm. You know, you got two kids named Mad Dog and the Butcher. You got got some issues. Mom's got to look Mom's got to whack him upside the head (laughs) once in a while to keep him in line. (laughs) Hey, Butcher, (laughs) stop picking on Mad Dog. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) over here, I'm going to flick your ear, Mad Dog. But, But Mad Dog, he said the first time he turned, see, the Crusher came to town, as you recall. Sure. And the crusher stick was supposed to be that he insulted all Minnesotans by telling us how much better Wisconsin was mm-hmm. and how much better his girlfriend Wanda, how mm-hmm. much better looking the Milwaukee girls were than our girls, except we thought that was hilarious. Plus, he was too lovable. Yeah, we thought that was hilarious, so he became a good guy. Yeah, he was a good guy. So Mad Dog, his uh, first turn was when he became Crusher's tag team partner. Mm-hmm. So then he became a good guy, but although Mackie just showed me a YouTube of a 1971 match where uh, Mad Dog's got blood pouring out of his head and Crusher's in street clothes choking him, trying to kill him. <laughs> so that was uh, that had to be before they became partners. That had to be set up the partnership. Now we have lost the Crusher, haven't we? Yes, yes the Crusher yeah, died, yeah, and then yeah. and then Mad Dog. Uh, went back to being a bad guy mm-hmm. after a couple of years. And then in 1979, Vern was getting ready to tag team against the evil Ray the Crippler Stevens, another guy with a bad nickname, the Crippler. The Crippler. Yeah. And Call Pat- the Crippler in. We're having to get, uh, get <laughs> yeah. him in here. And Pat Patterson, who I can't remember, but he apparently was evil too. And Vern... Needed somebody just as mean and nasty mm-hmm. as uh, the Crippler. And he introduced to us on, you know, with Marty O'Neill sitting there, stunned disbelief uh, that his partner was going to be Mad Dog. And then Mad Dog became a good guy and was still wrestling in his late 50s until he was jogging. He got hit by a car and had a leg amputated. He was jogging. So Now you have me thinking of all the concussion talk in sports. <laughs> yes. You never hear of a wrestler getting a concussion. Well, they didn't. Because they, they're they, not paid enough and they don't uh, want to go tell the boss. Yeah, they, they don't want to off. tell the boss. Plus, the plan was not yeah, to actually Florida. hit him with that chair. It was to come in, you know, kind off of. Off the back kind, of their. Uh, kind of. Yeah, yeah upper shoulders. But once in a while, Kenny, they'd flip them out and they'd land on that oh, cement. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that wasn't any good. Yeah. Yeah. No. I'm surprised he made it to 84. Oh yeah, I bet he had. Well, they said his uh, his 
the last several years he'd been ill and they had lost his memory. In other words, oh. he had dementia or right. Alzheimer's. But didn't he have a French cooking show? The Am crusher? I thinking of the right? No, no Mad, Mad Dog. Dog. Oh, Mad did, Dog. Did he Mad have Dog, a cooking right. show? I don't know, but one night at the uh, the bowling league banquet, the North Star Celebrity Bowling League, which was a a drinking league with right. a bowling problem, as they say, uh, <laughs> it was out at Southview. And, this was the league you uh, were in. This was the league on Wednesday afternoons where they gave us free bowling because we drank so much. They, uh, <laughs> you know, did you say who Wednesday was on the club? Afternoon, Tell us who- Wednesday. Afternoon. Who was on the club? Uh, I can't remember. Fowler was who else? Wasn't was Herbeck? My... Herbeck. Well, later on, yeah. later on, not Herbeck was uh, that. Was the, but when I was there, you know, half half the Twins uh, officials were on the team: Cassidy and Rance. And there was a couple of players, and there was a there was. We we only and they all drove home. Angelo, Julia, we all drove oh home. Oh my God! Point. Uh, back then it was point one two, so we could have an extra fifth, you know, when we, you know, before we drove home. But Which you had that before you even got to the bowling alley. <laughs> but we were at Southview Country Club for the banquet. Well, you had, to have, the banquet. You had the banquet. You had, at the you had end to have the, the banquet. Where basically all the money the we paid for bowling went to the banquet. <laughs> And Ma- Mad Dog drinks. was the entertainment oh. singing. Oh, no. Singing Wagon Wheel. We had a great deep voice, and he sang Wagon Wheels oh, and all Happy these. Tales. Uh, yes, yeah, no, he was. No, he could he could actually sing. Oh, and, really? Yeah, he was good. Well, this, I, I'm looking up. Well, I thought so, but I might have been hammered. You, know? <laughs> really, really, hammered. <laughs> you, were, not, you were not quite the Give us another one, man. Yeah, yeah. Hell yes. <laughs> well, you sound like Sinatra to me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, during uh, during Mad Dog's retirement, he appeared at a WWF pay-per-view in your house seven that was held in Omaha. He was sitting in the front row near ringside when his artificial leg was ripped off by wrestler Diesel <laughs> and used as a weapon. Nice. <laughs> nice. So he even incorporated yeah, that into God. it. And I can guarantee he didn't do it for free. That's for sure. Hey, Mad Dog's the guy that tried to open a plane door between here and Winnipeg. What was he? He thought it was too rocky? Or he didn't, like, he to didn't like it. He wanted out. And mm. they had to wrestle him to the ground to keep him from opening well, the door. He goes back wow. far enough to have been driven in the station wagon yeah. to, you know, to the little center ballpark right. for wrestling where all the enemies got out of the same station wagon right. and went out and tried to kill right. each other and then got back in the station wagon. I can't wagon. tell you what a disappointment that was for me in, uh, up in Alexandria when I saw a couple of arch enemies pull in together. <laughs> oh, my God. That was such a letdown. I almost Stand turned around. With their and, arms around each well, other. Well, yeah, I almost turned around and went home. It would even have been better had they had the drink with the two straws coming out that they were sharing. Same Did you thing ever... happened to me in Fulda, Minnesota in the 1950s. Gorgeous George was coming to town. Oh, yeah. Gorgeous. This was the biggest thing that ever happened. And his arch enemy, hard-boiled Haggerty, and they pulled up together. And, you know, Gorgeous George. You're like, what the hell? Hard-boiled Did they make up? Yeah. Did you ever spend any time with the Vikings basketball team? That played no, in the winter, I did not, for, supposedly but I bet that for charity. Was fun. I went with them once to a game in Lake City. I still have nightmares. Oh really? Oh, <laughs> you know, Joe, they took on. You rode with them? Oh yeah. They, uh, they, some cocktails on the way. Oh home? my god. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they took on the uh, Faribault Police Department. My dad was a part of the okay. uh, the, the Faribault squad, and let's just say. The Vikings were a tad bit more athletic than the, uh, the Faribault Police Department. And I have a at the memory time. of them going to some. 
house in Lake City mm-hmm. after the Somebody game. Somebody invited him. And, party. you know, it would turn into Animal House. <laughs> <laughs> But back then, if you got pulled over, the cop would help you home or yeah, help I'd you say, to your destination. Yeah, he wouldn't say, throw you in jail. Boy, take it easy or follow me. Yeah, or yeah something follow like me, that. fellas. Yeah, I'm not saying it was a great way to run business, no, but no. it was. Uh, that's the way. That was the reality of it. Yep. So, sports talk will return in just a moment. Joe Souchere here for Federated Insurance. I'm not a math guy, but there's some numbers you need to know. 2,440,000 injured and 35,092 dead on our nation's highways. Those are National Safety Council numbers from 2015. Federated Insurance reminds us that these are much more than statistics. These are family members, friends, and neighbors. Distracted driving continues to be an epidemic, but unfortunately, it's not the only factor. It could happen like this. A driver passes the same vehicle several times with frustration mounting the driver passes the vehicle again but loses control while trying to change lanes the vehicle rolls several times killing the driver two other passengers and injuring three others ask yourself do you get anxious when you drive do you yell or honk at other drivers that make you angry do you retaliate to get even the national safety council reports that aggressive driving plays a role in 56 percent of fatal crashes don't become a statistic at federated mutual insurance company it's their business to protect yours please make it home safely today. Netflix. The uh, sitcom starring Jason Bateman canceled by Fox in 2006 after three seasons, but uh, redeveloped for uh, Netflix. I'm a Netflix subscriber, and I got the technology, and uh, the wife and I are going to have to put our heads together and try to figure out how we do this. It's easy. Has has the DA picked up on uh, Mr. Selfridge, the, uh, the Masterpiece Theater Channel 2 series with uh, Jeremy, uh, no. Jeremy Piven. Piven? Oh, really? Yeah, it's a new one. It's not quite Downton Abbey status, but uh, it might be fun to watch. Just well, started. How would a guy like Patrick, though, watch Netflix on his TV if he doesn't have a game console? Do you have a game console, No, Patrick? of course he doesn't. No, we got the high-tech TV, TV, TV that's oh. about a year and a half old, and, though. That's show me that international sign for high-tech TV. <laughs> right here. Just, your hands are out there. <laughs> He looks like Steve Little trying to stop a guy at third base <laughs> on a home run. So the new TVs are Netflix ready now. Yeah, they're all yes. kinds of ready. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they, we got a big old. Okay. Kenny, here was the the strategy though. Well, you got a special clicker, you know, for that. Mm-hmm. And the wife was convinced. She, we were going to have to hit it with a hammer to put the batteries in and break it open. Even I could figure out how to pick it and put in the batteries better than her. If my TV breaks up on certain channels but not on others, is it the TV or the cable service? I'm guessing that would be operator error. That's yeah. got. That's the same. In your that's case, yeah. be Well, on occasion, they're, uh, they're, they're doing stuff to channels, so it goes kind of along. They, they go run through the channels, and they're doing something. I don't know. You guys are you? Uh, you buying that from him? Boy, why didn't I just ask you first? We're, t- <laughs> we're taking your tech calls now. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you, I should have called one. you because you would have cleared it up in a heartbeat. I was nodding his magical Well, they're doing yeah. stuff occasionally yeah, down yeah. the line. Down the line. This, this is like me? this is like when the guy heard his house creaking and he called Sports Talk to ask you guys what to do. No, the HD channels yeah. once in a while they go, oh, yeah. and sure. then they'll be then sure. they'll do it on the next one. They're yeah. doing something. Welcome yeah. to Tech Corner. I'm your host Joe Sushere. Well, he'd be a good uh, with my sidekick. He'd be a good help center. He'd be a good help center. Yeah. What is your problem, Miss Williams? Is it going? Or 
Cars are going like this. Oh, we should mention here the Twins oh. have won. They uh, have yes. taken the series from the Tigers, the final today. Good. I get the golf two. tournament out. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Presley gets three outs of the ninth yes, as a rule five drafting. A hey, couple of good starting pitching performances. Yes. yes. Yeah. Palfrey, the first, the two runs they gave away, they just basically <laughs> insisted the Tigers score them. Yes. Come on. Get on. Come on over here. <laughs> Tennessee woman arrested by police after she tricked her sister into thinking she had killed her husband as an April Fool's joke. Wow. You know, Whoa. that's not an April Fool's joke. No. I killed somebody. No. It's, it's it really got to be more subtle. 52-year-old Susan Tammy Hudson called, oh, her, yeah. Oh, yeah. called her sister and said, Helen, I just shot my husband. I'm cleaning up the mess. Let's go bury him in black water. Wow. The joke backfired, though, because the sister... Called the local Kingsport Police Department. Mm-hmm. Officers got to the home, took her into custody. She was later released well, without charges. Did, uh, now, did the sister know of some problems between this, her sister <laughs> well, and the I, hubby so she might think I it was true, know. or did she think it just happened out of the blue? Patrick, I was going to offer up that maybe she did this to see what she could get away with and who she could involve. That's exactly oh. what I was thinking. I was thinking if this was a test, yeah. somebody mm. failed. All right, I can't call her if I kill somebody. <laughs> well, I'm writing her off. <laughs> yeah, she'll turn me in. Yeah. Yeah. On the list, you know, on the back cover, you know, That's off the good, list. Chris. You know, she wants to kill the hubby, but she wants to know <laughs> who will help her bury him. And she can blame it on April Fool's. What a deal. Susan uh, later released without charge. She had nothing but... God, you're a devious mind. That <laughs> makes a lot of sense. Yes, it does. Nothing but praise for the local police. A new species of venomous tarantula has been discovered. and it's In Florida. In... It's got to be in Florida. No, it's in Sri Lanka. Oh, it's okay. as big okay. as your face. No, oh. no, no. Yep. So basically, you can only kill them with a hatchet or an axe. Back in 2009, some villagers found a uh, dead one. They took it to some scientists. Uh, scientists suspected the dead arachnid was a previously unknown type, confirmed the theory after setting off to find its living relatives. According to researcher Ranul Nadiakara, Days of extensive searching in every tree hole and bark peel were rewarded with a female, and to mm-hmm. our satisfaction, several juveniles also. The tarantulas, part of the tiger spider genus, have marked distinct, uh, distinctive markings, excuse me, including daffodil yellow coloring on their legs. They have a new name in honor of the police inspector Michael Rajakumar oh. Puraja. Oh, yeah. Who oh, led yeah. the research team through hey, the Hey, Johnny, yes. I don't know about the rest of you guys, but if there's a tarantula the size of your face... Yes. I don't have to know it's poisonous right. to poop my pants no. when right. I see right. it, you know? Right. I'm yeah. going to, you know, just... You're, you're going gonna to have a problem. I'm going to be in the shower momentarily. You're not going to pick it up and say, oh, this is the non-venomous yeah, right. variety yeah, and start right. stroking no, it's, its right, back. Really. If I see one that size, I'm going to be scared. <laughs> and the newest thing in Brooklyn is a Brooklyn bar where they are offering a yoga class on Sunday mornings for people who have hangovers. Huh. It involves yoga stretches tailored for those who have the hangover, and after that, you get some cocktails. Sunday morning hangover suffers. Right back on the horse, huh? Can join yoga instructor Reagan Wilson. Why don't you just start with a cocktail? That usually works. <laughs> yes. yeah. Hangover yoga at the Cobra Club in Bushwick, Brooklyn. Wilson takes them through I mean, poses. I mean, I've heard that works. That day in New Orleans, Pat, when you uh, called for the seven forty-five, seven thirty wake up, seven thirty wake up call, and was given the disappointing news it was a quarter to eight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> were you uh, Were you thinking about any type of yoga at that time no, with that no. little hangover? No, no, back then you could no. change your flight. So I said, in that case, make it four p.m. Would you please? <laughs>
There's another one coming around. <laughs> I'd like a 7.30 wake-up call. Well, sir, it's a quarter to eight. <laughs> okay, okay Will, honey. Wilson takes them through poses, focusing on specific areas of the body you need to heal during a hangover. That would, of course, be... The head. Yeah. What, do you stand on your head or what? Uh, yeah, there's different pressures you can put on the forehead, apparently, in yoga to help you out. Sure. And you also do uh, twists to help detoxify the liver. Yeah, and you and I are Bourdain fans. And oh, uh, yeah. I was it. watching him the other day, and he was eating some. They'd been out drinking all night, and he was eating some Asian soup. He had this. His, and he says, pretty soon the urge to throw up all over yourself passes. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a moment or two. Yes, right. <laughs> Have you noticed the consolidation happening to commercial insurance agencies today? This is Patrick Ricey for the Canopy Group. The big just keep getting bigger, and you and your business continue to get passed around until you become a dreaded house account. You have been consolidated. All of this was done to you without your control. Get options and take control of your company's insurance program. Have the Canopy Group help you gain a commercial insurance strategy that makes your business more attractive to the insurance industry. The more insurance companies that we can get interested in your business, the more competitive your pricing will be. If your business is renewing in March, April, or May and is paying less than $80,000 in premium, don't accept being a house account. Get the attention you deserve with the Canopy Group. Visit thecanopygroup.com or call 800-967-3389, 800-967-3389, The Canopy Group. I saw they. I saw them tweet out a picture of the show today, though. Yep. Doogie was with them. Oh, boy. And when the photo was sent out, Doogie wasn't talking. That was one of the big upsets. <laughs> that's not, that's not possible. That was, uh, <laughs> that's not possible. Upset, right? Some kind of scoop. Quite the uh, I, uh, shocking upset. I hate to uh, pull you away from this fascinating topic, but I just tried the paint joke on my son, mm-hmm. 16. Mm-hmm. Right away, answered right away. <laughs> Did blue, he really? blue paint. <laughs> really? Blue paint. He knew it. <laughs> Because all paint smells the same. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was confused. Yeah, that's probably because he's been told it in a high, right. uh, you know, yeah. in school. It's uh, the people he runs away with, mm-hmm. you know, this 16-year-old. Well, I'll, I'm calling. I'm calling it. I'm calling on the way home tonight and try to but I, don't think, I think you need to. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I think you didn't have to write it down on a piece of paper. Yes, I think I you should be able to remember that. <laughs> did you write the joke down or just to blue call? paint? I just wrote blue paint. Uh, and that'll help you. Enough. That'll help me. Yeah, what I'd like to see is you looking for that stupid piece of paper in one of your 20 pockets. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Uh, get, Hold get on. The, get the redhead over. What's your <laughs> name again? <laughs> you want a mine or what? Are you just here for the pool? What's going as on? I'm, uh, driving, uh, as I'm driving along, people will think I'm playing Pokemon. Kid, I got this question for you. Yes. What? <laughs> Why? Uh, it's upside down. How do? Yeah, my, let me put my glasses on. Hey, hey, don't run away. Hang on. How does blue paint smell like red paint? Because it's blue. <laughs> See you later. Get, get out of here. Go. Get out of here, kids. Go, uh, me. Why does it smell the same? Is that the joke? I don't get it. Maybe I wrote it down wrong. <laughs> You know how many jokes I tell a year? Oh. Like three. <laughs> Are you a good joke teller? No. He isn't. Not really. Why? Why? Because no. you want to get to the point? Because he's a bad waiter. You know, Joe can tell a joke and say, and the guy's on the course, and he's sitting there, and he's telling, you know, and, and kind of paint a little picture. Roycey, halfway through, he just gives up and throws in the punchline. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> Kenny, you going to the soccer game tonight? Yeah, I'm going to be there. I've got front I like, row tickets. Kenny, I like ones about Jewish guys, and you can't tell those in play company anymore. So, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, like, are you comfortable? Muhammad. Nice living. Living. Yeah. <laughs> like Muhammad asking Sid, what's the difference between a Jew and a canoe? I can't tell that joke. So no, uh, you can't. can't tell it. So what good does it do? Can't tell it's it in public. Best. Two, two guys go down in the garment district in New York. Yes. Uh, no, a guy went down. He got hit by a car. Another came up to him and said, here, I'll put my I'll put my coat under your head while we wait for the ambulance. Are you comfortable? He says, I'm making a nice living. <laughs> You know what, Royce, you were right. This is the worst show on radio. <laughs> hey, 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 Billy, come over here. I wrote this one on, too. There's a guy that makes clothes out in New York. And he, he, uh, he tripped on the The guy tripped him, so he's laying down, and he's comfortable. And the guy says, I'm just trying to make a living. No, I don't. I, maybe I wrote this one down wrong, too. Yeah. Uh, Alex writes uh, via email. He says, I don't know whatever the opposite of a Marconi is, but you guys earned it today. We <laughs> earned it every day. Lady, the search for the game logs was a really good radio. Yeah. You know what? You, but if thing. it would have been, it's it's really unfortunate. I wasn't trying to be funny. I wasn't trying to do any. I couldn't find the damn thing. But that's yeah, every right day. By the game log. It's right below that. And I'll peel back the curtain. I had it sitting in front of you, but yeah. watching my guy twist in the wind was just great. Me but we, here's what we don't know. Is it a function of your incompetence or the slow computer? Both. No, the computer was there. Uh, I just didn't so know incompetence. my incompetence. I, I don't think it's incompetence. I think he just isn't interested. <laughs> I, I, I don't think he's interested in helping. <laughs> I, was, I thought my June 6th, even though it wasn't the truth. It was close enough. You know, Pat ran with He's like, hey, he's been up here uh, nine well, weeks. Well, because it was June 1st that he came back. So you were close. Uh, yeah, pretty we're darn close, close enough. Well, here's a stat of the day. Yeah. Here we go. Kepler's got 11 more RBIs than Joe Mo. Oh, uh, yeah, poor Joe. I think we should just leave him alone. But he's trotting in ahead of Kepler yes, a lot. Yes, Did I hear that Kraut is leading the league? In, rookies. Uh, rookies. Oh, rookies. Rookie home runs. Major oh, okay. League Baseball. Yeah. What about home runs? Where is he sitting there? Rookies, he's first. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. nice. Might be our sixth rookie of the year for so the Minnesota you, Twins. You diehards are going to peddle this guy, aren't you? You want to send him down the road. No, Ooh. no. I want to keep this kid. Are you well, kidding who me? Would peddle this kid? We want yeah. more Germans. Yeah, more you need Germans. More Germans. You need more guys they that got are. discipline, those Germans. <laughs> Joe, Joe, don't ask me that question like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> Say, why don't we uh, take a time out here and be yeah, back I shortly? Think that's a damn fine idea. But no. <laughs> <laughs> Make it a long one. <laughs> but now. It is the best of Garage Logic here uh, on a Friday afternoon in the Garage Logic Podcast Studios. Reavers here manning the ship, and uh, I thought I'd make it a sports talk edition. And we get a lot of requests for certain elements of sports talk, so I dug through the archives and found some of my personal favorite episodes of the best of sports talk. And uh, this one, this one's pretty good. This was uh, when they had a very passionate caller call in to chat with the fellas. Enjoy the best of Garage Logic, the sports talk edition. Yeah, that's uh, Kenny. The uh, since the, when are the, we taking calls? The, the deal is, we are taking calls. Oh, we just six four six eight two five five eight seven seven six one five fifteen hundred. Call me take... with any traffic questions you may have. R E H C. I use the H C philosophy. Yeah, yeah. You know Which what? Is what? I don't know it. I don't call you at work. 
You don't call me at work. <laughs> yep. I love taking calls. Yeah, well. Well, you know what? Back when you were really call generated, you had a producer. You could be talking about solemn events. Yes. Mm-hmm. Famine in West Africa. Yep. Right. Can yeah. I play the caller, Patrick? Yeah. Can I, uh, okay, Kenny, you're on. Uh, yeah, Joe, I got to make a move. Uh, they got a guy changing a flat tire on the Ide Mill ramp to southbound practice freeway. Uh, no, yeah. the best one was what they call it. Say, oh, man, a, plan, a plane crash today in, uh, uh, you know, Chicago. 115 dead. Yeah. Next caller. Hey, Joe, you want to hear my motorcycle? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was the other one. That was the other one. What am I taking here, Chris? Uh, Gil on line 10. Gil? Yeah, Pat, uh, the fourth inning, uh, you can't go on pinch count alone because these guys are trained to go at least 110 pitches and he's yanking them out if they're going on uh, six inning, fourth inning, whatever it is, yeah. 75, 80 pitches. Okay. This is the. This is a, they're making millions of dollars. Yeah, they should probably be able to pitch. Gil, more, you should you? have your own show. Gil, man. you need to keep this voice. <laughs> you no, are. This, I love this, this voice. No, I don't. These guys are pulling them out too, way too early. Hey, Gil, uh, could you say a phrase for me? Say there's going to be fines and suspensions. <laughs> say that. Just, like just say that for me, would you? Who's Wally Carbo? Pitcher? <laughs> No, you guys are crazy. No, no, no. Yeah, right. We need to hear from Gil more. Yeah, I don't even know who Gil was. I don't either, but I want to hear him. We'll take Gil. his call every day. I will take Gil's call Gil every day. Gil was Wally Carbo with, uh, as, a as a baseball You kind of sound like Wally Carbo. He did. <laughs> Although, because Kenny always instructed me that we don't have many rules on sports talk, but right. one of them is when yeah, you right. answer the phone, it's, Sports talk, hang on. Hold on. Right. That's the screening process. Yeah. Full, you have been thoroughly PSA audio screened. Yes. My early, Vetted. early, my rookie days, I'd ask them, do you want to be on? And then uh, about a week later, I'm just, hold on. Yeah, yeah, just, you're, you're super dumb. Just hold on. And what was Yatesy's line about callers? I don't call you at your business. Don't call me at mine. Yeah, I don't call you at work. Don't you call me oh. at work. But Gil can get in anytime he wants. Okay. Oh, sure. Yeah, Gil. Well, he wanted to break it down. Yeah, Gil's, uh, you know what? I think Gil's probably a believer that these modern players are just a bunch of wh- wimps. Don't too you tight. Know? They're too, too tight. <laughs> too tight and wimpy, right? Too tight and wimpy. Yeah, There's no margin for error. No, that's true. All right, Gil. Yeah, I think Wait Gil. Wait a minute. Is he calling back? Is he calling oh, back? Oh, no. Really? He might be. Re- no, Reavers, Gil. answer that. Right, hang on, hang that, on. How did he get the contest I line? I got the test. Probably from the dark man. Yeah, Just a minute. Right. Oh, yeah, I can get you the are hotline, you, no Is problem. this Gil again? If I want to be mocked, I'll, I'll call every day. I, I'm, not, I'm not here to be mocked. No, nobody was mocking you, Gil. Uh, yeah. We were just we were speculating that you probably think the modern player is a little uh, less manly than in the old days. Yeah, you're a dumb producer. He's too tight. They're, they're, these guys, their body's too tight. You know, they can't. They scratch their uh, little boo-boo and yeah. plant. Yeah. yeah, right. No, That's true. I got a hangnail. Yeah. I got a $4 million a year hangnail. <laughs> You're too tight. Hey, go take a bench. You're too tight. Yeah. <laughs>
You want a big fat roly poly guy who sells hot yeah, dogs right. in the winter? Yeah. Yeah. Roly poly guy. What's going on with the ice in Vegas? What do you got? You got ice or slush? What are we playing on? We're gonna have so, so it's far. It's hot we, out there, Gil. So far, we think we got ice, Gil. I can't play it. They don't got ice. You know what you don't want? Yeah. Ice is too tight. <laughs> no, we want you want tight ice. You want I gotta tight go, ice. I gotta go cut the grass. Gil, that's our no audience right there. That's him. That's our guy. Slushies. That's P one. That's a P one right there. Yeah, right. right there. See, see, he listens intently to the poop commercial. Everybody, everybody, just take a breath. We're gonna be back shortly. Our friends at RF Molar Jewelers have been uh, supporters of Garage Logic for 25 years. We're so happy that they've now chosen to be a supporter of the Garage Logic podcast. It doesn't hurt that I've been friends with Mark Molar for 20 years, and I can honestly tell you that any piece of jewelry worn by anyone in my family has come from RF Molar Jewelers. And it's not just because we're friends. It's because I know the way they run their business. 67 years, you don't last 67 years by taking advantage of people. It's a family business with six molars. Uh, And without them, there is no podcast. Here in the newsroom is John Height. Can't thank you enough, New York. And we just get the blank stare out of you. You don't say anything. You don't do anything. You just sit there like somebody's pointing a gun at you. I'm trying to listen to him. The stock market was largely unchanged today, whatever that means. It's sunny and 76 degrees. It's all bailed on me. Well, what are we supposed to do? I can't turn any knobs. While I'm waiting for him to say I'm connected, you guys could. There's nothing to do but laugh. Oh, no, I know we can do. It doesn't twins. affect my fine board work. That's no. <laughs> twins have reinstated. The griff is back. Yeah, that was a, 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 a grifster gremlin. Hello. Uh, well, that Patrick, just a minute. <laughs> Let's see if we can find Joe. Everything is copacetic. Oh, that was yeah. his uh, great quote. The best part of that griff uh, thing is Joe getting a little excited and he trying to calm you down. Yes. I'm fine. Am I on? Am I on? (laughs) Everything's fine, Joe. And your your saving audio grace was um, Lance. Remember when Lance called? The miracle was. The miracle was. The real miracle was when Joe and I were talking to each other and Griff was gone. And we, how that happened? Nobody knows. The two guys in Toronto were talking to each other, but the guy We lost Griff at the studio. He was a back-burning heater. I think he was. <laughs> or something. Yeah. yeah, Twins have reinstated Joe Maurer from the restricted list after that six-game <laughs> absence for the birth of his twin daughters. Twins off today. They will start a homestand tomorrow night against uh, the Royals. Twins also announcing Wilkin Ramirez began a rehab assignment with their Gulf Coast League affiliate in Fort Myers, Florida. He hasn't played since May uh, when he suffered a concussion. We haven't been as worked up about his concussion as we were uh, mornings. Yeah, you're right. I mean, who is? Uh, Wilkin Ramirez oh. is an extra outfielder, and he did, I can't even remember how. What did he do? Get hit in the head? No, he oh. collided with somebody in the outfield yeah. going after mm. a ball. Uh, President Obama? Willie? Might have been. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been. <laughs> President Obama welcomed the San Francisco uh, Giants to the White House today, saying it's a habit that they're dropping in. Not uh, next year. Uh, <laughs> no. President says their second title in three seasons was because of the stellar pitching, defense, and timely hitting. 
He says he didn't predict that, though. He thought the White Sox were going to win it. Oh, so. of course he did. Crowd of well-wishers included Giants Hall of Famer Willie Mays, House Democratic Leader Nancy Pelosi, and San Francisco Mayor Ed Lee. Why did they wait so long to do it? Don't they typically Usually, do it right I suppose, the Giants were in playing out there. Uh, Washington. Or waiting to get to the East Coast, right? News notes from today, Minnesota Bear researcher Lynn Rogers has won a temporary reprieve in his uh-huh. fight with the State Department of Natural Resources. Rogers and the DNR settled on a temporary agreement today that allows Rogers to keep radio collars on 10 bears. Rogers also will be allowed to continue hand-feeding bears around his research center near Ely under certain conditions. What are we learning? That's what I want to know. They, what are we learning? They can be domesticated unless they get really hungry. <laughs> kind of like me. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. He's doing everything the state tells you not to do, and uh, they're allowing it. So uh, I don't know what we're learning here, Such. The agreement will also ban him from putting live den cams on the Internet, a practice that drew international attention to his work. The DNR says it still wants to revoke Rogers' research permit, which was set to end on Wednesday. The case is expected to go before a state administrative law judge in the next six to nine months. I can see the den cam thing. Mm-hmm. That's not, yeah, but that's you know, fun. to train him so you go walk out there and give the bear a donut. That doesn't. Uh, I can see the state being upset with that. I like Kenny's line uh, earlier last week when he said, uh, "Somebody said, what's he? What's he doing?'" And he said, "Telling you there's two bears when there's really two thousand bears." <laughs> The uh, Giants are in the nation's former uh, capital, not the uh, not the current uh-huh. one, the, the first one. Uh, speaking of wildlife, what's wildlife? the first one? What? Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Oh, Philadelphia. Oh, they're meeting them there. No, no, huh? he, they they have they play a series there, so they were in the area, so they went but to Washington. You know what? I'll go back to Reavers. <laughs> Reavers' first point was correct. They should have been there the week after they won, not a yes, eight yeah. months charter. Well, that's what uh, Twinkies did in '88. We were out there like Wednesday. Yeah, we're here. Hello, hello. I was on that. Uh, I was on that trip to the Rose Garden. And saw Ronnie, and I kept hitting her. This is baseball, Ronnie. Oh, okay. <laughs> Speaking of wildlife, uh, wildlife <laughs> officials have cut the quota for the state's second wolf season by nearly half. The target for hunting and trapping this fall and winter is 220. That's down 180 from last year. Department of Natural Resources will also grant far fewer license, a little more than half as many as last year. How many did we hunt. kill last year? Did we reach the quota? Uh, yeah, they, it was we four, did. four something, wasn't and it? And we, uh, we got that many? So that's mm-hmm. 220 wolves that will no longer be eating deer. Mm-hmm. I'm rooting for the wolves to take down the deer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, but, Joe, <laughs> you, they, wow. them eating deer on Ely ain't going to do you any good in Highland Park, mm-hmm. I'll tell you that. Minnesota counties have until Thursday to decide. Well, how about would it do me any good when I hit the deer at the at the Grand Casino? Ah, uh, you know, maybe we might guys, get a wolf in Hinkley. Yeah. It's all about what's going on in your front yard. Absolutely, Royce is absolutely mm-hmm. totally pro drought, and nobody's going <laughs> to tell him any differently. Yeah, that's right, Royce Suchere and former Governor Jesse. It's all about us, baby. All right, everybody. <laughs> Minnesota counties have until Thursday to decide whether they'll tack a $10 charge on vehicle license tab renewals to generate money for local road projects. Right now, 40 counties have uh, voted to collect the fee. Uh, I take it our Hennepin County's already done that? Yes. They did that last week. Just voted to do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, Anoka County commissioners last week voted to get rid of their $5 wheelage tax. Uh, The reason, apparently, Anoka County Commissioner Scott Schulte says... 
Uh, they had to sacrifice, uh, they had to charge $10 or sacrifice $1.3 million. He said they'd rather sacrifice the one3 than charge 10 bucks. For you know, you just oh. did uh, you just did his voice again, and I still think the funniest thing you've ever talked about <laughs> is that Jesse came up with the idea of Fun Friday, which I which I am now convinced because he was just aware enough of the alliteration of Fun and Friday, but had no reasonable thought process whatsoever. Because you asked him, well, what about it? What's fun about it? I have an audio clip of that yeah. somewhere where he says, uh, it's 5.30. We just got, yeah. all right, everybody, it's fun Friday. <laughs> and, I, and I thought I had missed something. That, did he, he plan something? Did, are we having a guest? And I said, what, what, what are you doing? What's, it's fun, what's fun Friday? He said, I don't know. It's just Friday. It's the weekend. It's fun. And I, uh, I mean, I was a little relieved at the fact that I wasn't being. You missed the memo. I, I missed something. Yeah. Fun Friday. When did he? Uh, when did the old gov, uh, the soon-to-be governor, come rolling in for show prep back then? I my assumption is that he did a lot of show prep at home. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember one time stopping. He'd, he'd come in and he was there. He did not do. 30 seconds of show prep well, in his life. Well, and I, when I told, I'd have the everything highlighted and cut out and, and would give it to him. And he said, no, Rook, I want you to direct the show. I'm going to react to what you're doing. I'm like, no, it's That's not, not the way work. it works. It's not the way. You need, they're, they're looking for you. Oh, yes. So I want it to be fresh. <laughs> it's all Even fresh for here. me, I want it to be fresh. It's Even. all fresh on Fun Friday. Because I ain't never seen the news yet. <laughs> God, I'm going to get a call. I know. Guys. Guilt by association. Yeah. I'd be starring in movies in Hollywood uh, as a result of the friendship that I ha- would have had with him. But for you two, it was guilt by association. Right. Yeah. We cost you, you, you your me fame down. and fortune. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> John, what do you have coming up? Well, yeah, we're going to have It's going to be a little different today. Oh, oh good. Okay. Is it fun Monday? It's going to be a... Um, a Moody Monday. Moody Man- Manic Moody Monday. Monday. I hate it. It's like that old cartoon, George, Big George. Remember that? That guy hated Mondays. It never affected Marmaduke. Marmaduke loved him. But I remember George in that cartoon. It was just the one boxer. The guy hated Mondays. You know, I always wondered why Marmaduke always, uh, he was always the same. Jesse, we need to go to break. Yeah. Break? No, let's take Hemp John first. We have got Hemp John. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't find the thing. I, Just, I get it there. Here, it's somewhere there. Yeah. Here's John Height, I think, in the newsroom. Thank you very much, Joe. Sunny in 76 degrees. Vikings getting ready to play the Falcons this Sunday. Offensive coordinator Norv Turner said today they, they need to get the offense rolling. Yeah, we need to get, we need to, you know, continue to try to find balance and that when everyone talks about balance they think it's run pass it's balance uh you know in terms of getting all our players involved then uh, in my experience when you're going good uh you know they take someone away or they concentrate on someone it gives someone else the opportunity someone someone get norv some oragel I mean, he's got the the teeth clenched when he's when he's talking to reporters all the time. This is coming from a guy who sounds like this the last four. Why do you have the basketball nose, by the way? Because I have the worst sinus infection I've ever had in my life the last week. Get some meds there, Chris. Some some of us come into work when we're hurt. Well, that's from. Well, that's you know what? Not a bad shot. Not a bad shot. Wow. (laughs)
Yeah, Sorry, it's their heart, their knees. We're still here, yeah, right? Heart, knees, sinus yeah. infection. Yeah, it's a three. <laughs> I think the fact that uh, North Turner. Does should anybody be... know where he went? Who cares? Ooh. Patrick, he M- told me he, he wouldn't MGK. be here for this segment. Yeah, a little MGK going. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> maybe not. Oh, uh, the yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. This is like when your kid falls asleep in the car. Let's just enjoy oh, the okay. quiet time. Yeah. Okay, it's, it's, <laughs> it's like when your kid. It's a don't three, wake him up. Three twenty-five game Sunday. Falcons and Vikings at TCF Bank Stadium. <laughs> Twins in Detroit tonight, opening up a season-ending four-game series against the Tigers. Detroit still with a two-game lead over the Royals in the American League Central. Yes, two-game lead. Trevor May pitches for the Twins. Max Scherzer goes for the Tigers. You know that lady I said that was playing the harp for the Gorillas at the yeah. zoo? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just got an email that she's friends with Ingi. Really? Yeah. Oh. That explains a little more. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Derek Jeter's last game at Yankee Stadium tonight. Chance of rain in New York City going down. It now looks like the heavier stuff will not be in the area until about 10 o'clock Eastern time. A 100% chance at that point, but only a 10% chance at 8 o'clock Eastern and 30% chance What time do they start the game? At 9. Let me tell you something right now, you dummies. Yeah. Wow. Greatest Yankee of all time. Go ahead, discuss. Oh, no. I'll, I'll go I just five. want the game to get rained well, out. I'd and go all the DiMaggio. Idiots yeah. that paid a lot of money don't don't yeah. get to see the game. Where did you hear that? Uh, they were arguing about it on oh, okay. TV today. Okay. <laughs> I hesitated for about three seconds like, and then kept going. <laughs> the, uh, the, I'm like, no Yogi way in Bear hell. has got to be in yeah. there. Did you listen to the Olbermann thing? No. Yeah. That annoyed the living hell out of me. And I like Olbermann, but I'm with you. That he's was a little bit much. What? Yeah. On, on who? Jeter. He on said Jeter. It, he's, he wasn't one of the 10 greatest Yankees. and he's Oh, yeah, he's obviously in the top drove 10. Me crazy. Anyway. Well, who is uh, the greatest Yankee? Probably well, you'd have to go DiMaggio, I would think. And Over got, Mickey Mantle? Yeah, I think it was you got Ruth. Mantle, you got Yogi Berra. <laughs> you got Babe Ruth. You got four. Lou Gehrig. Four. All four of you bid on that hook. Yeah, you it's the greatest joke in the history of the It is. So go ahead and tell that one. Guy walks into a bar with his dog. He says to the bartender, if I can get this dog to speak, will you give me a free beer? And the bartender says, buddy, I'm tired of this kind of nonsense, but there's not many people here, so go ahead. And so uh, the guy looks at the dog, and he says, uh, who had the 56-game hitting streak? That dog goes, roof. Bartender says, no. Your dog didn't do a damn thing. It just said roof. Right. The guy says, let me try one more time. Please, you give me a free beer? The guy says, yeah. He says, he looks at the dog. He says, come on, you can do it. The 56-game hitting streak. Roof, roof. No. Bartender kicks him out. They go out on the street. The dog looks up at the guy and says, was it DiMaggio? (laughs) Ice cream. You, Bob. I yeah. shortened it, and that might have <laughs> right. taken something out of it. I don't, know. Well, I don't know about that. I don't think you <laughs> told <laughs> it right, to be honest. I think what I might have had it wrong. <laughs> I think you did, too. I, don't I think your setup was wrong, yeah. but that's okay. Uh, uh, the Brewers lost to Cincy this afternoon. But see, the that... dog could actually talk. Yes, he yeah. could speak. Yeah, <laughs> I missed that part. The yeah. dog went to the mechanic. <laughs> the, Brewers, no. the Brewers' loss now means the Giants are in the playoffs as a wild card team. Don't forget the Giants won the World Series in 2012 and 2010, so this would be their okay. year again, right? Thank you, Rain Man. Yeah, Every other definitely. year. Yeah. News notes from today. Is their catcher all right? Who's, what's his name? Buster Posey? Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. Buster what about Posey. that long-haired pitcher? Uh, Lincecum? Yeah. He cut his hair, actually, and he's been pitching out of the bullpen because he uh, had a streak that wasn't too good. All right. So, uh, Eric Holder resigning after six years as the U.S. Attorney General. The president speaking on that this hour. He will stay on until a successor 
is named. It's a holiday favorite. A lot of folks here in Minnesota look forward to. This year it'll be a bit different. New details about the Holidazzle were revealed this week. Instead of the classic parade, this year will feature a new Minneapolis Christmas market, displaying at least 30 different huts in an authentic German-style Christmas market. Nine! Various events will be featured each weekend through December, including choirs and a pop-up ice rink. The Minneapolis Christmas Market will be open from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. November 28th to December 24th. Last year, the downtown council decided it wanted to start a new uh, tradition, and the city council approved a new $395,000 funding plan for Holodazzle in June. It's like a dollar an hour. Mm -hmm. Funding for the project will come from the Minneapolis Convention Center budget. Holodazzle began back in 1992, a year when the Mall of America had just opened and competition was fierce for Christmas shoppers. John, tell me what a pop-up ice rink is. Um, I don't know, Kenny. Uh, it must just, just be one with, the, off with we the, go. the backyard rink boards. Remember that we had that guy on that was the D2? Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. You put the rink up and boom, it's right there. Are they going to allow sticks and pucks? Can we go shoot a few? I doubt it. Probably but not. I'll take you on at that park anytime. Okay. That right. would be yeah. the rink. There we go again. Okay, huh? Steak and beans. All right, mm-hmm. steel. Steak him. and beans game. I'll be eating steak because big talker here doesn't even know how to own skates. Look at I've lost a ton of weight. I can fit into my skates again. Yeah. I mean, you had fat feet? Yeah. yeah. He, had yeah. Like, he was like <laughs> Peter Thiel. He was a platypus. Down, I was down to wearing no socks. <laughs> Most pros don't wear sca- uh, yeah, socks. Well, we do it for different reasons. Yeah. <laughs> the experts say by the end of this year, we might be paying under 3 bucks a gallon for gas. That'd be good. Gas prices typically decline in autumn, and this year they're being pulled even lower by falling global oil prices. According to the experts, by the end of this year, up to 30 states could have an average gas price less than $3 per gallon. A guy sees a sign in front of a house talking dog for sale. He rings the bell, and the owner tells him the dog's in the backyard. Uh The guy goes into the backyard, sees a black mutt just sitting there. You talk, he says. Sure do, the dog replies. So what's your story? The dog looks up and says, well, I discovered my gift of talking pretty young, and I wanted to help the government, so I told the CIA about my gift, and in no time they had me jetting from country to country, sitting in rooms with spies and world leaders because no one figured a dog would be eavesdropping. I was one of the most valuable spies eight years running. The jetting around really tired me out. And I, you know, I wasn't getting any younger and I wanted to settle down. So I signed up for a job at the airport to do some undercover security work, mostly wandering <laughs> near suspicious characters and listening. Had a wife, mess of puppies, and now I'm just retired. The guy's amazed. He goes back in and asks the owner what he wants for the dog. The owner says $10. The guy says, This dog's amazing. Why on earth are you selling him so cheap? Because he's a liar. He didn't do any of that stuff. <laughs> Long way to go. Yeah, it really was. Long way to go. It went three times around the block. In Wisconsin. He's a liar. In Wisconsin, Dane County Sheriff's deputies arrested both people in one vehicle for driving while intoxicated. The deputy spotted the vehicle driving erratically on Highway 30 in Madison about 2 a.m. today. Authorities say the 47-year-old driver from Sun Prairie traded seats with his passenger while the car was moving. (laughs) The old switcheroo. Smokey and the bandit. When the deputy pulled the vehicle over, the 47-year-old woman was behind the wheel. Uh, Unfortunately for both of them, she was was also drunk. Yes. Oh, yeah, but you're less drunk. <laughs> Both were arrested and booked into the Dane County Jail. Authorities say the woman gave the deputy a false name, too, could face an obstruction of justice charge. A lot of things wrong with this story. A dwarf who hired himself out for parties okay. has escaped jail time after admitting pestering schoolgirls for sex. 
Mark, Mark Courier, who accompanied re- revelers on wild party nights dressed as an Oompa Loompa. <laughs> harassed the four young girls over the Internet. The four-foot, two-inch performer from Motherwell, who can make $1,000 a night. First what? Week, yeah, uh, going to the parties. Is and this a male or female? It's a male. Hey, hey, want to see my Wonka? Oompa Loompa. <laughs> It won't melt in your hand. Authorities say. That's the wrong candy. Authorities say he first messaged. What has happened? I really, you know. I just want John to finish the story. First messaged a pair of twins on Facebook when they were 15 and asked one to have sex. Yesterday, he appeared at Hamilton Sheriff Court where he was ordered to perform 240 hours of unpaid work, and he was put on the sex offenders register for three years. He has to stay out of trouble during that period, or he will be sent to prison. In his picture, his ID, is he dressed as a, as a Oompa Loompa? No, he just uh, looks looking? like a small fella in his picture coming out of court. When he left court, he refused to comment to reporters. Why do the Oompa Loompas always look like they have a spray tan? What's going on with that? <laughs> Can we take a break? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. The best of Garage Logic continues. The Sports Talk edition here on Friday afternoon. It's Reavers, and uh, I wouldn't be doing the best of Sports Talk any justice without my personal favorite bit the double flange joist rotation segment. Many years ago. Enjoy. Hello? Yes. Go ahead. Okay. Here's my question. Uh, since it became really cold out, bitterly cold, we've been noticing a lot of snaps or cracks in the house, particularly uh, in the wee hours of the morning. And I have a feeling it's from expansion and contraction, but my question is, what causes it, and is, is this a serious problem where I should have any concern? Well, not only is it a serious problem, what's happening there is the double flanges on the joists are uh, expanding counterclockwise in uh-huh. the ice. Uh-huh. Uh, there have been occasions when people should leave their home uh, depending on the... Uh, you have to time the frequency of the cracks. Uh, it's almost like a pregnancy thing. Uh, you, you have to time the frequency of the cracks. If they're within, let's say, 30 seconds of each other, I think you're looking at a night in the Motel 6. You're kidding. No, that's a uh, flange joist contractual uh, expansion problem. Well, we just noticed that one night, mainly. Well, that's all it takes. That's the way it starts. One night, hell, the next night you hear them more often. Again, if you hear them within 30 seconds of each other, I'd put the family in the car and get the hell out of there. You're really kidding. It's it's, a, it's only a 25-year-old home. Well, they, didn't, they don't build them like they used to. Uh, but it hasn't done it for many, many years, and we just had our kitchen renovated, which we, we moved some of the old cabinets, or all of the old cabinets, and they put in new. Sheetrock? Any sheetrock used? Pardon me? Did they use any sheetrock in the new kitchen? Yeah, we had some soffits removed. Soffits uh, removed. It's, this is classic. This is kidding. a typically classic pattern. Well, what caused it to do that? The double flange uh, backup on the joist, that counterclockwise expansion. 
But why hasn't it done it for 25 years? Well, you've you, uh, had this early, uh, tremendous amounts of snowfall. They built up your ice dams, and now you've got all of that ice on your roof and this sudden cold weather, and it's, uh, it's a very unique uh, situation. Does it happen often? Or you say it's unique? I think it doesn't happen often precisely because you don't often get that early season snow. I see. Have you heard of much of this happening recently? I've known families have had to leave for the winter. Well, what's going to, what could be the worst scenario? Could the house collapse? Absolutely. Just dump down right on you. I'd get out of there. you got to be kidding. No, I'm not, sir. Thank you for calling. Okay. Goodbye. Good luck. Oh, I hope somebody, I hope his friend is listening. Somebody straighten that guy Hey, buddy, out. straighten that guy out. Uh, we have no idea. I don't Look, know. I if think anybody's on hold for 30 minutes listening to us talk about whatever we were talking about and still thinks it was home and garden talk, <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. Well... The final segment of the Best of Garage Logic, the Sports Talk edition, will take you home. Thank you so much for tuning in and have a wonderful weekend. Well, as long as you're all cracking up in there, <laughs> okay. why don't we advertise that which has uh, so amused us all? 1500ESPN.com. Go to the Garage Logic page right now. You're going to see a video of a, a large man trying to complete a trampoline basketball dunk, I believe, at the Atlanta. <laughs> You know what's so funny about it? Wait a minute. Somebody's got to do the play-by-play. Okay, so Rook, back it up. Back it up. I'll do the play-by-play. Okay, and you've got to describe the the guy The large man is trying to, you know, we've all seen the... 5'8 and about 400. We've all seen the mascot dunk off the trampoline like at a Timberwolves game. Well, this guy, they must have rolled him out there for the Atlanta WNBA game because that's going on, that season's going on right now. He tries to jump off the trampoline. He... He almost touches his feet to the floor. He gets so much uh, going. On the trampoline. On the trampoline. You can see the trampoline sweating as he approaches. I think the trampoline slows him down, man. He has the look of determination on his his face. And he is saying, I have I've got this. this. I can do this. He's got the basketball (laughs) curled up in his wrist. Like like he's he's, Dr. J. And he's going to hurricane slam this thing from a mile away. Reavers, he's going to rip the rim right off the (laughs) backboard. I I think he's even afraid that he might hit his head on the roof. He's going to get so much air. And And he's got great form. He does. Great form. For about a second and a half, and then he goes face first right into the mat and doesn't even come close to the rim. wasn't even remotely like, close. Like Wiley Coyote right. falling 300 stories. The great part is his follow-through. Yep. He doesn't even, re- when he realizes he's not going to make it, he, he doesn't break form. Yeah. He's still he extended. He's still extended. There could be a oh chance. So we have all oh. seen this video, but Kenny had not watched this yet until this last commercial break, and oh. he's over there fanning himself because he's been laughing so hard he's sweating but the oh but the, all the ingredients are there uh the 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 grit and determination on this fellow the way he's holding the ball in kind of a hook stance because he's seen this all his life yeah. i think i can I and he's, think he's I can. running i know i can he's running in a great happen. stride Here he says I, I can do this i can I do this he's about and six he feet short. at least 10 feet short <laughs> No. Hits the floor.
floor when he when he goes onto the trampoline, so it gives him no lift. No. So it's basically like he's just jumping. Well, whoever said that is correct. I think the trampoline it slowed, slowed him, him down. down. Yeah, it gave him no lift Because at all. he landed on the trampoline, and the trampoline just went right to the floor. Now, Joe, Rookie and I were debating this before the show today. We think that the greatest video we've posted at the Garage Logic page was the streaking guy that ran into the glass. Yeah, this is oh, this, better. Do you Way think better. this is better? Oh, this my is God. better. Okay. This is better. I, I never thought that video would be top, but you no, have to check it out. Better. 1500ESPN.com. Go to the Garage Logic page. You won't Fat be disappointed. Guy fails miserably. <laughs> Watched it a dozen times. I bet I giggle every time yeah. I've seen oh. it. <laughs> American soccer goalkeeper and Olympian Hope Solo say she was very drunk during a Today Show interview the morning after her team won the gold medal in 2008. She said she and her teammates from the summer Beijing Olympics partied after the winning game. She said when uh, we were done partying, we got out of our dresses, got back into our stadium coats at 7 in the morning with no sleep, lots to drink. We went on the Today Show drunk. Is she the gal that married uh, Guapa Lupi Guapa, uh, the shortstop for the Red Sox? Who am I thinking of? No, that's Mia Hamm. That's Mia Hamm. Well, is there a controversy surrounding this, or is it just no, coming to light no, now and we should be uh, shocked? No. She's just I, telling everybody. Exactly. I remember seeing um, Danny DeVito on The View one morning. Absolutely hammered. Uh, I'm sorry? Uh, yeah, on The wow. View. Danny DeVito, huh. DeVito on The Were View. Were clicking channels? And he was absolutely hammered. It was very funny. No, he had it saved in his TiVo. In Akron, Ohio, a woman identified only as Chrissy says she's 37 years old. She's been standing at a busy intersection for a day in boots and a bikini with a sign appealing to passing motorists to give her money to help raise $5,058 for breast implants. That's drawing complaints from people who are asking for money because they say they need food and a roof over their heads. Chrissy thinks uh, what she calls her original plan is working. She says she made $46 in her first two hours. Hmm. Woman says a man claiming to be with a TV show sucked her toe inside an East Georgia Walmart after claiming everything she purchased that day would be free if she complied with the unusual request. Was that difficult? (laughs) I can get it up there. If I took my shoe off, I bet I could get... No, no, no. we trust. See, it was two people, Kenny, not just one. Oh. The Augusta Chronicle... Oh, I thought you said she sucked her own toe. No. 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 That's enough uh, interruption now. The Augusta Chronicle reports... I believe I can talk. I believe I can talk. The Augusta Chronicle reports the woman called sheriff's deputies to describe the bizarre encounter in the Grovetown store... Columbia County Sheriff's Report says the man asked the 18-year-old if her toenails were painted and whether she ever watched America's Funniest Home Videos. He told her he was with, uh, with the show. Authorities said he asked if he could kiss her foot as part of a prank, then started instead sucking on her big toe. Well, Isn't there already a failed superhero, uh, the toe sucker? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that's what he did. So he he's not a candidate him. anymore. Or this guy's not a candidate. The woman said she screamed. The man just looked up, said, I had to, and it tasted very good. And then ran from Walmart. Well, that's creepy. Yeah. I like my version better. Mine's a lot more fun. Yeah. Sheriff's officers say a Ferndale, Washington woman accused of dousing her boyfriend's tent with lighter fluid and igniting it with him inside has been arrested. Sergeant Larry Flynn tells the Bellingham Herald the tent was badly damaged, but the boyfriend escaped without any burns. 26-year-old Jennifer Marie Sharp and her 34-year-old boyfriend were arguing at a campground when he said, I'm going to bed. The officer says the woman stood outside hurled firewood, camp chairs, and other items at the man. He must have fallen asleep fast, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she then lit the tent You're on fire. Late, 
lit the tent on fire, and wandered off. Oh, I was going to assume that she found him in there with another lady. No. Okay. Deputies picked her up. She was booked into the Whatcom County Jail for investigation of arson and domestic violence. So the she's boyfriend. just regular crazy, Kenny. She's oh. just regular crazy. Okay. Boyfriend is fine. No, I am them. Investigators say a Southern California doctor saw enough from an x-ray to prescribe painkillers to an undercover cop, but missed the tail that showed it was the image of a dog. Police and Los Angeles County deputies raided the Glendora Urgent Care Clinic of 69-year-old Dr. Rolando Lodovicio Atiga. After a two-month investigation that included three undercover deputies posing as patients, one of the deputies showed Atiga an x-ray asking if she could have some painkillers. What the doctor missed, it was a scan of her German Shepherd that clearly showed the dog's tail. The doctor was arrested as a court appearance coming up. Who knew that would work? <laughs> apparently, it, apparently it did, didn't it, Kenny? Well, for a while, anyway. People are flocking to a tree in northern New Jersey where some say they see the image right of there. the Virgin Mary. Makeshift shrines have sprung up by the tree in West New York. People have been praying, crying, and leaving flowers and candles as they look at the small opening where the bark was stripped away. A fence and other barricades have also been set up around the tree, which is in a sidewalk along a commercial strip. Newark Archdiocese spokesman Jim Goodness told the Journal of Jersey City the image is likely some discoloration that just resembles the Virgin Mary. Probably a knot hole or something like that, huh, John? I, I saw a picture. It looked yeah. like a knot hole. I didn't yeah. see anything else besides that. You'd and, find a better spot to appear, you think? Well, it's just, uh, you know, it's sides of buildings. And... Why is it always her? How come it's never like Colonel Sanders or Red Fox or, I don't know. <laughs> or Dan Fogelberg. Yeah. Or FDR. <laughs> yeah, or Dan Fogelberg or, or anybody. Yeah. That's a good question. Susan B. Anthony. It's the, it's, uh, it's the tantamount to, you know, why do aliens never <laughs> land in an urban area? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Nobody would recognize Susan B. Anthony, would they, Kenny? She's on the uh, silver dollar, isn't she? She is. She does have her own dollar, I believe. Uh, John? Yes. Mm, yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> Good video, though. <laughs> I believe I can fly. Oh. I'd, I'd go check that out if you're... Uh, if you're 1500 uh, ESPN. I believe I can fly. <laughs> I believe I can touch the sky. That's going to do it for this week's edition of the Best of Garage Logic. Reavers here. The, the mayor will be back again Monday, bright and early, ready to go, along with the full crew. Rookie, Kenny, Johnny, and yours truly will be here. Thanks so much for tuning in, and uh, don't forget to rate us uh, on Apple iTunes and uh, give us some feedback. We always love hearing to you. You can email the show. Just go online to the show page at garagelogic.com. Thank you so much for your continued support of this show through its transition to now podcast form. We love you. Thank you. Have a great weekend.